What's up, ACL Nation? Welcome into episode number 35 of Bagging and Bragging. We got three more partner reveals. And as you can tell by the background changes and the wardrobe changes, we are at the point now where we have to kind of pre-record these to make them work. But we're having fun with them. Um, we've got three more reveals for you guys. Tina Tafoya, Dan Glogowski, and Jeremy Frazier. See, I nailed that, Mish. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we got three more reveals for you guys. We're going to play our game, send in board it, would you rather, and then top floor bagger and top four bagger. Before we get into it, though, as usual, Misha, how you doing? Uh, I am doing really, really good, actually. I've got lots of exciting things happening. Nice. Yeah, I'm actually, we recorded the interviews and stuff earlier, so it's kind of weird that I got the beginning of the week. That's kind of quiet. I got a meeting. I got a meeting today with Trey um, to discuss the digital network. I'll be in charge of that for next season. So, kind of got to go over the behind the scenes stuff. But for the most part, I'm kind of chilling and getting the house organized. I actually just got out of a meeting with Trey to where I proposed something new and exciting that I can't Ooh. talk about yet, but uh, something's in the works. <laughs> a lot of secrecy going on right now. Like, I know. So, it is the season, right? <laughs> I'm actually, it's kind of funny because I'm doing ACL live. It's Monday, by the way, guys. I'm doing yeah. ACL live tonight and we're doing the reveal for Cheyenne and Ryan. And like, I still don't know who Cheyenne's partner is. Like, you know, no, nobody's telling me. I know. And I'm like, I'm hey, in charge. So this, this is airing after that's already been announced. So I can tell yes. you. Yeah, you want yeah. me to tell you? No, it's fine. I can't believe yeah. you don't know. I know. So I guess she, I even told her, I said, I don't know who your partner is. So make sure they got the invite and. She's like, uh, she's like, I hope you'll be surprised. So I'm going to let her have her moment. I'll let her surprise me later. Okay, well, what do you mean you're going to know when they pop on? <laughs> I don't know. She might just be like, all right, now, and then have them pop on the show. I don't know what they're going to do. So. crazy. Yeah. All right. But yeah, right. so good stuff going on in the ACL right now. So to, to continue, continue on with my bragging. Uh, so I did the pro summit last week where I had four pros and they mm-hmm. taught us things each day. And I was... I was paying a lot of attention to what I was learning and I learned a lot. So I went to a tournament Thursday night and I don't think I've thrown. I don't remember the last tournament I've thrown in. I'm sure I've said it on here, but I can't remember. It's been a while. Um, so I, I, I'm practicing. Jay Rubin really talked about flat palm when you release. I think you can't see like flat. Yeah. And I looked and when I released, I was like here. Oh yeah. Sideways. Okay. So like, this is where I was releasing my bag. Like, Handshake. Now, now, when you grip your bag, how do you how do you grip it? Do you go butterfly? butterfly? Okay. Yeah. So I was butterfly grip, throw, and then yeah. I would release about. Okay, I can't work my camera here. Yep. I never paid attention to where I was releasing, so that's a big turn, right? To go yeah. from here to here. Well, see, I so do the claw like, grip, and my release, my finger when I'm terrible is complete opposite of where I want to go. The, the worst. I hate it. Yeah. So I was really paying attention to like this flat mm-hmm. release and like my warmups, but like, you know, they always tell you, or I always tell people too, you never practice new throws in a tournament. Like that's for your backyard. <laughs> you just got to throw what you throw. But I was like, no, I'm determined to figure this out before this tournament starts. So I'm doing all these warmups. I'm like flat palm. It's not like perfect, but you know, it's closer. Right. So then tournament starts. I walk up to the boards, <laughs> my first game. I threw four four baggers, a nine PPR. Oh my! Let's go, <laughs> let's go Mish and that. Jay Rubin. Okay. Yeah, I've never done that in my life. Um, but then my next game, I threw like a six point five, then like a three point two, then like a four point five. So like, I couldn't maintain it because I don't. It's not. I don't. It's not like yeah. uh, 
automatic yet, right? Like I'm still yeah. trying to figure out. So every throw I have to think flat palm, you know, but I did it now once. You, now you That's fully fine. understand my range of 10.67 down to a 5.55. <laughs> like, <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. But it worked for one game. <laughs> there you go. So yeah. yeah, so now it's just a matter of repetition, getting in, take the mind out of it, and then yeah. apply. So I'm just there. Yeah. All right. Let's go, Mish. What else you got? What else? You got something else? No, that was it. <laughs> that was it. Right. That was a big one. Uh, I haven't thrown. Um, I think we've already talked since the last time I've thrown. I haven't really picked up a bag or anything like that. We we got a a little blind draw that we do every Thursday. It used to be a free entry. The bar would throw in 150 bucks. People would come out, be a free entry, and then we kind of like, okay, we're getting enough people now. We're gonna need to kind of jack the pot up a little bit. So we just do a five dollar buy in. And then my buddy Henry Mendoza came up with this game called the seven game. So he'll draw basically, it's kind of like the queen of hearts. You got a board with cards on it, you know, and he'll draw one ticket and you have to write on that ticket, your name and what card you want picked. Okay. So like that pot's getting up to like two grand now. Nobody's hit this thing yet. And if nobody hits the card, then we draw seven cards and you have different things you got to do. It's like, okay, you get to, you know, you got to throw all four bags at once and whatever lands on the board over 20 bucks or something like that. So it's a cool little way that he mixed it up and added in. So I'm going to head there and play. But um, last time I was there, I was lights out, but it, we're getting back to the short board thing again, 23 feet boards there. So it's like anything under 27. I'm, yeah. So 20, actually I think they're 25, but yeah, anything under 27 right now I'm locked in, but <laughs> 27 feet, I'm terrible still. So <laughs> Yeah, but I, I'm I was basically kind of wanting to brag on that because I like whenever tournaments mix it up and do some fun things. Yeah. Um, we used to do uh, what we call fifty fifty. It's like where one side's airmail box, only the other side skinny boards, and then I would do a five point airmail tournament where I would set up airmail boxes behind the boards, and if you go for that, it's five points instead of the normal three point airmail. That's so cool. Yeah. yeah, so there's like I'm all about it. So directors, if you're out there listening, let's let's have some fun again. Let's make this sport yeah, fun. Really, like it used to be. a really popular one that uh, we used to do is head to head. I don't know if everyone mm-hmm. does that, but you just draw two tickets and it's just one down and back, and then whoever oh. gets most place gets seventy five percent of the pot, and then second place gets twenty five percent of the pot. And people love it. And one of the other clubs in the area started doing that. They did dollar tickets. They would get that. They would get that head-to-head pot up to like thousand dollars, you know. Nice. But I, I did three tickets for five because I didn't want to buy them any tickets. I'm mm-hmm. like, look, look, the odds are the same. I just right, don't right. give out rolls of tickets every week. But it's a sore subject because we still don't have our venue, and I'm sad about it. Yet coming soon. Maybe. Speaking of venue, um, I'm gonna brag on that. I went to that cornhole bar that we talked about, and yeah. um, I I like it. Met the people in charge, and I think we're gonna go ahead and pull the trigger on it. So um, I got Very my, cool. yeah, I got Melissa from Onboard Apparel designing the Versa Court and the boards, and it's gonna be pretty cool um, set up. And I think we're going to basically do like a grand opening on October 28th which will be the first regional out there at Cornhole Central. And um, that's two days after my birthday. So it's like perfect timing. Perfect. So, yeah. I love that. So I'm excited. And yeah, uh, kind of piggybacking off of that, starting to get all these UPS and FedEx and Amazon shipments at the door because all the new equipment that I ordered is starting to come in. So. Oh, so you're not, you're not like bent about it anymore? Um, No, Kind of. So yeah, when last last time we talked, <laughs> that was going to be my floor bagger subject. Uh, so we'll get into that later. But still? but yeah, no. So a lot of the equipment went through. So what happened was I pushed in the order. There was like 50, 60 items in my car on Amazon. So I hit submit. 
And then whenever I submitted the payment, like it kept coming back saying there's an error with my bank. So I called my bank and I'm like, what's going on? There's like 10, 12 grand in the account. And this is a $3,000, $4,000 purchase. It's fine, you know? And they're like, oh, well, we weren't sure because there's so many transactions of fraud. So I'm not sure if Amazon did it or Mm. if my bank just refused it because it was over three grand because apparently I had a three grand limit on my business account, which I'm like, what if I did roofing or something? (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, what can I buy for three grand? Yeah, well, you would have a bigger limit because you would have much yeah. more money going in and out when you have to buy like products and inventory and stuff. Yeah, so after I got off the recording with us the other day, we jacked the limit up to ten grand, and oh, Amazon decided to push through parts of the order. So out of those 50, 60 items, I guess they broke it down by whatever day it was going to get shipped. So if it was going to ship in two days, they count that as one item, and they push that transaction dollar amount through. So. It was really hard for me to figure out what I ordered without double ordering stuff because some of them yeah. got canceled, some of them got pushed through, some of them got postponed. So I was like, oh, man. So things are starting to come in. Um, I'm excited. I got corn, of course, hard at work out there. We're doing the, the uh, K9 unit partner reveals, the K9 unit sponsored player reveals. So, I mean, a lot of stuff coming right now. So it's a pretty exciting time for me. And um, I'm, I'm just ready to get into the season, have everything there. Again, the waiting part sucks. I hate waiting. Yeah, I think because like we have the first uh, event coming up in the beginning of October. But until then, we're leaving for L.A. on Thursday. Um, Me and Nick and Rome, we're going to go see Ed Sheeran. Nick and I are going to see Ed Sheeran. Um, And then we're spending some time with my family that all live in L.A. And then we have a free night that we have a babysitter. But my brother and sister-in-law aren't available. So she's like, just go have a date. And I already have a babysitter. So I'm going to take Nick. This will be the Saturday. Okay. So we're going to Ed Sheeran on Friday in LA, and then Saturday we have an open night with a babysitter. So I'm taking him to a comedy show and dinner on Third Street, which is near Santa Monica Pier. Mm-hmm. Um, he's never been over there, so um, yeah, I'm excited. This weekend's going to be super fun, and then we have the the uh, first open in the beginning of October, and then we leave for Cabo like shortly after. So. Thanks. Yeah, so exciting stuff coming up. All right, this is the travel season for fun now before we get yeah. into the travel season for work. <laughs> yep. All right, guys, uh, we're going to start off those partner reveals right after this. We are back, and we have a partner reveal here for you. Um, been fun doing all of these. Uh, we had three last week. We got three this week. We're just rolling in the partner reveals, Wally. Yeah, it's a good time. I actually got kind of jealous that I, I didn't really have, you know, I don't throw much. So I was like, I'm going to do a partner reveal too. And I introduced Bryant Quarter as uh, my new, I guess, staff member for K9 Unit. And I messaged oh, yeah. Brian. Oh, yeah, I messaged Brian Moser because, like, everybody's going to him to do these, uh, like, flyers, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I want one done too. <laughs> so good shout Lord. out to him for hooking me up on short notice. But yeah, let's, yeah. let's keep him rolling. Let's keep him rolling. I did like it. All right. So we're going to bring Tina Tafoya on. Tina, welcome to the show. What's up, everyone? How are you? What where, where are you at? I'm at our state fair, actually, right now. Nice. Yeah, I'm enjoying some horse racing, some good food, and walking around. <laughs> Sounds like fun. Well, we appreciate you uh, hopping in, and we are looking forward to hearing about your partner. But before we get into that, um, what are kind of your thoughts from uh, this previous season going into this season? Where are you at? Uh, rookie season was definitely fun. Um, I definitely learned a lot about myself as far as um, how competitive I actually was and how um, Cornhole is not just throwing our bags anymore, right? It's all about 
strategy and making the right moves or making the right calls and making sure that you're making the right decisions for sure. Um, I enjoyed my rookie season. I came in really strong in the beginning, had a little slower middle, but towards the end I picked it up and uh, luckily got in by the pro women's single standing. So I was happy about that. Yeah, I was going to say, at Worlds, you were lights out. You finally made it to the broadcast court. You've kind of been off the broadcast court this year, so we got to make sure we see more of you next year. But on that broadcast court, you shined. I mean, you were lights out. There was a moment I didn't think you were going to be beat. So take, yeah, talk that, us through that a little bit. Did something just click, or were you just confident, or what? That game against Emily, she came up on me. I think it was like 12-2, to 2, and I just I looked at my wife, and I, she looked at me, and she said, come on, you got this. I looked at her, and I took a deep breath, and then after that, everything just – I think I just saw red and just – just threw lights out <laughs> the one bag I had to push the game and I didn't even have to win it with that push I pushed it and then I realized I looked at her I was like I didn't need to do that did I and she's all no <laughs> I was like okay well at least I hit it <laughs> yeah, at least you hit it <laughs> that's what matters most. yeah awesome I mean that's good that's you got that taste and and hopefully you can carry that into uh, the beginning of the next season and uh, now that you have that experience yeah, for sure. And I think I made it, I think I was 10 or 11 at a women's standing. So I was right out of that top eight. So my goal is for sure top eight or even better this year, for sure. Awesome. Now, do you, do you, do you like per, you know, get a little bit of a boost or something like that by having somebody th- sit there and watch you and cheer you on? Or do you get nervous when somebody's watching you? Because some people are different. It depends. If my parents are sitting in the back, I know that they expect a lot more out of me. And so I feel like I have to put every single thing in the hole. Um, but that's how I've always been. I played four sports in high school, so was, I was always constantly going. And so my parents were always like, hey, you miss a basket, you better go back and make three or four more baskets, you know. And then Kathy, my wife, she really calms me. And I look at her, and she gives me this one little look, and I'm like, okay, I messed up. I'm, my bad. Or she's like, hey, like, that's why when we play together, she's like, I have too much pressure with you. And I'm like, no, you just you feel too much pressure. She's like, no, you give me those looks. I'm like, oh, okay, my bad. Um, but she makes me calm. It's nice having her with me. She was there at all my events last year. This year, she'll probably be there as well. So it's cool. It's nice to have her there and her actually understand what we're doing and how we're playing, you know, because nice. she plays yeah. also alongside with me. So yeah. Love that. I love when the support systems actually are calming as opposed to inducing more panic. For sure. So, <laughs> good. All right, Tina. Well, we uh, would love to hear who you're playing with. So tell us who it is. I am super excited to announce this guy. Um, he's probably one of the tallest Cornell players in the league. Um, he's a fellow Denver Bronco fan, and we are from the same conference. So this year we can actually run conferences together, regionals together, our state, our, our, all, all those tournaments that we can run together. And then he's going to come down to me. I'm going to come down to him. So I am super excited, and I am, we'll be playing with Jerry Lockwood this year. Welcome, Jerry. Congratulations. What's up, Jerry? Hi, guys. Thanks for having thanks for having a little bit of the lesser known players. <laughs> I mean, we're here for the people. We do it for everybody. I mean the only people. reason you're lesser known is just because people didn't really follow the senior division too much last year. I mean, anytime in the PDC seniors like I didn't really even need to look at the bracket. I already knew that you were deep in it. You're in the king seat or something, or going well into rounders, making your way to the pro bracket. So I want to talk a little bit about your season going through the PDC ranks to make sure that you qualify for bracket and how that was well, I think that the PDC is standard for uh, Pro Developmental Cup, and I think that's just what it did. It developed me as a as the pro, and yeah, I mean all the all those guys I played each time were tough. It was never easy getting out of those brackets to get to the pro bracket, and then 
once I did, it was usually a piece of cake. I only get like Mark Richards and Jamie Graham and <laughs> Alex Rawls and the one that he won. And you know, he beat me and then he went on to win. So that's the only reason. If I would have beat him, I would have won that second national. So I believe it. I believe <laughs> <Yeah>. it. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> That is the toughest part about the PDC is you you make it out of there and then you're gifted one of the hardest players. But I think think it does really help to develop. But it's okay because I like the format where you get to continue on with not only the loser bracket, but with the stacks. So um, I got to play. I got a lot of experience playing a lot of the good pros in the stacks and and got a lot of good wins. I mean, that's how I got enough points to to make it out out of one of the top four PDC people. So. You know, Tina mentioned that you guys are in the same region, so you guys are going to play regionals and conferences and stuff like that together. We Have you guys good. teamed up before? No, we've opposed okay. um, in a crew cup, I think, once. <laughs> um, but um, no, we've not we've not teamed up before. But I've always liked her. I've always liked her fire, and um, I'm a little more calm, so I've already named us Fire and Ice because <laughs> I like I'm, it. I'm not that way. I'm not, I'm not real hyper, but she is. And I like, but I like it. (laughs) And I I like that she's focused. She's there for the right reasons, you know, and it's not, you know, it's not about partying and drinking and all that. She's there to play. And that's, that's what I need in a partner. So she's perfect for me. That's good. It sounds like it's balancing. Go ahead, Tina. I think, sorry. I think one time we played against each other in singles and I think we went like 18 rounds and I think Jerry missed two bags. And I remember looking back at Kathy once the game was over, and I was like, this guy does not miss. Like, why? Oh, yeah. What the heck? Like, and she was like, it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not okay. Like, he just beat me to the ground. I was all, not okay. And then when him and I reached out, or he reached out to me, I was like, let's do this. Because I knew, like he said, we all have the same drive, the same, like, we want to win. And I think that we will bring that to the field this year. Well, I'm a lot more hyper and ready to go, and he's more calm. So I think that'll be better for both of us, and I think we'll learn a lot from each other. Okay. That's exciting. Do you guys have uh, sponsors and stuff lined up yet? Are you guys still looking, or what we're doing? For, what are we doing for bags? Uh, we will be throwing contraband bags this year. Oh, okay. nice. and, and Bronco colors. Yeah, of there course. we go. <laughs> that's, that's a high priority. <laughs> I know I can't say Bronco on there, but if as long as the colors are right, I, I'm I'm good. I need my Bronco. Nice. Well, we saw Lori, Lori Jewell do something like that, so you won't be the first. But um, yeah. that's awesome. Well, congratulations, guys. We look forward to watching you this season. Thank you so much for uh, joining us. We appreciate that. Yeah, Thanks thank you for having us. Right, guys, all right, good luck. Thanks. Thanks. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. All right, that's all we have uh, time for for until our next break. So everyone sit tight. We'll be back right after this. It's time for another partner reveal. This time we are bringing on Dan Glogowski. So Dan, welcome to the show. Howdy, howdy. How are you? What up, Dan? You almost uh, hey. blend in with your background there. <laughs> yeah. So I had to, you know, I had to incorporate our, our underground, and uh, so that's that's our little our little cornhole group in our area here. Very. I cool. respect that you actually have a place to go and do it rather than staring up some people's nose as they're. Yeah, you know, <laughs> hanging out on their cell phone and stuff like that. So right on, right on. Yeah, yeah. apologize for the mispronunciation of your name all last no, year. <laughs> not a problem. Not a problem. I'm, I'm terrible at it. The problem is, is like people correct me, and I remember that they correct me, but I don't remember which way they correct me to. 
So I know how I, I know how I say it, and then I know how it's been pronounced, but I don't know which one's the correct one. Right. So yeah, it's hard, man. It's real you hard. Gotta write it phonetically. That helps. Like if when someone tells you to say it, then write it phonetically, and then that's oh, how man. you. Know. Yeah, there's hundreds and hundreds of players. I'll try. I'll do my best this year. I definitely want to. Well, I'm, I'm gonna hope to that you remember me. That's that's yeah. the goal this year. You're gonna say, I know that guy. That's right. He hits he hits the court way too much to forget how to say his name. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So that. yeah, killing it in Indiana, right? You made it to the state tournament. How'd that go? I think you went deep, didn't uh, you? The state tournament. I actually um, I I signed up for the advanced. Um, I won the advanced. And then nice. I uh, signed up for the open and I won the open. So I, I had a great state tournament. Um, I believe I, I played Bob Vaunch or I know I played Bob Vaunch somewhere in there. Um, of course, Mark Richards didn't come, but I, I was hoping he would, but he did not come to that. Um, so yeah, I'm, it, it was, it was a great tournament for me. See Dan, Dan's entirely different than I am. I would, I would word this as, yeah, I'm in the same state with Mark Richards and I won the oh, state championship. Yeah. No, he, he didn't. <laughs> That's come. how I would word it. <laughs> yeah, yeah but no, you had a good good run at Worlds. I was talking about the World Championships, the state tournament. I think didn't you go against Alex Six in the finals or something? Yeah, I, uh, okay. yep. I, I had a I had a brutal path. I um, had um, Brody Foster first. Um, it was a great game. Uh, I ended up beating him, and then I played uh, Alex Rawls next, and uh, ended up taking him down. And then uh, I think right after that, I had Justin Stranger. I was down, oof, I think I was down 18 to four or six. And um, I kind of looked over and said, get ready for a game, hoping that that would work. Uh And it it did. I came back and beat him and uh, on on to the finals. And um, I I beat uh, Ryan uh, Ryan Schrader also. He's that kid's fire. Um, so I, I beat him, and then um, in the finals, Alex Six and I, I got up seven zero on him. I was playing well, and he hit a shot, pushed two of my bags to the back of the board. And <laughs> after that, I didn't score another point. The kid, the kid just shot incredible. Um, so yeah, it was, that, it, it was a great game though. It was, it was fun. Them youngsters do that. That's a good run though. That's yeah, you're right. I, I felt really good. I, 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 I was shooting lights out at Worlds. I, um, I think I, me and, uh, oh, oh, me and Ricky G took down one of the, um, one of the blind draws, and then we uh, we took out some really good players along the way. We ended up taking second overall in one of the blind draws, which that was uh, that was a, that was a blast as well. So cool. Well, then, so you you've got some experience for sure. Uh, playing some of these bigger names and, and making it through that. So that's definitely going to help you out. Um, yes. We are definitely looking forward to hearing who you're going to be playing with and their experience. So why don't you introduce your partner? Yeah. So my partner this year is he's from the Great Lakes as well. Um, and his name is PJ Knott. Welcome, PJ. Hi, everyone. Welcome in. Hey, I appreciate you having us on here. I really do. Yeah, so you guys are you guys right now are just a bunch of names. Like I, you know, I, a lot of people hear the names, they see it in their bracket, they go deep. You guys, um, like Dan said, he had a good run there, but well, I mean, it wasn't on my court. I didn't get a chance to see it, but it was awesome to hear the names that he's gone through. PJ, you're kind of an OG in this sport as well. I mean, the Great Lakes, we, I used to look up to you before you even knew who I was. I was a comp player, oh. and I was just like always 
Oh, you got PJ next. Oh man, that's gonna be a tough run. I was talking to like Troxel and Windsor and stuff like that. So kind of let people know who you are and what you got uh, on your resume. Uh, I've been around for years. My problem is I just didn't ever do any of the big tournaments or stuff. I might play in a regional or goof around, just see where I'm at. Uh, mm-hmm. And then basically my club talked me into, into playing. I was drinking one night and they're like, oh, you got to try it. And I said I would. And then next thing you know, I'm in the pro qualifier and, and now I'm here. And uh, <laughs> it, it's, it doesn't even seem real yet. That seems so. fair. <laughs> but what a cool journey, though. <laughs> so, like, yeah. you know. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to try to make some noise this year, trying to get make where everybody knows our name, all that good stuff. You know, I'm looking forward to it. I hope Dan is, too. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, that, I think that, you, sorry, go ahead, Misha. I was, like, was just going to ask if they had a back sponsor, but go ahead. Uh, yeah, I – as of right now, we don't, um, we're, to be honest with everybody, we're kind of up in the air. I mean, we would like a bag sponsor and our first time we're also caught up in between, you know, do we make sure we both can adapt to a certain bag instead of getting a sponsor, you know, make it where we're both comfortable with something, but, uh, We've got a few. We've got a few offers kind of on the table right now. We're just kind of weighing those options out and seeing what's what's best for us. You know, what what bag do we like to throw the best? Of course, probably everybody knows what I throw. I'm sure everybody that knows that I throw game changers, and not a lot of people throw those. Um, I, I can throw I can throw other bags, but uh, man, love the game changers. That's your specialty, yeah. Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, I think yeah, you guys right. are going to kind of turn some heads. You guys are sleepers, in, in my opinion, but I definitely know what the skill level is there. Um, so with that being said, while you guys are kind of coming in as a rookie seasons, you're going to try and figure things out on the fly. Are you are you planning on traveling a lot? Oh, or are man, you guys going, just going to try and figure it out? Yeah. You said you are? I am yeah, going well, to everything. Okay. I plan on it. I plan on doing what all, I can, what all we can make together, try to grow as a team and uh, – Gain some confidence in each other, and it always helps. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. So, PJ, what are the what were the bags that you uh, naturally gravitate towards? What kind of bag? Um. Well, I used to throw game changers back in the day, and they're so slick. And then I uh, started throwing surefires. I hated those at first, and then I kind of fell in love with them. Uh, I throw sorcerers, but I throw the slick side down, so everybody's weirded out by that. Um, (laughs) (laughs) they're like what is this dude doing but anyway uh no i can pretty much throw about any bag i'm i'm basic straight down the middle try to put them in the hole if not airmail um i don't got a roll shot or any of that crazy stuff like the young kids have now all flashy you know i'm an og i guess (laughs) Couple of OGs, I love it. Well, we look what the bag you're gonna throw, and if you do decide, I've been working on a roll bag though. Oh, okay. <laughs> looking forward to it. I've been, I've been rolling that game changer, so if I can roll that, I'm pretty sure I can roll something else. Oh, you'll have to teach me. You'll have to teach me how to roll a game changer. <laughs> Dan. All right, guys, uh, we wish you all the luck this season and look forward to seeing how it all plays out. Thank you so much for joining us. All right. Thank you. I appreciate you hey, guys. Thanks for having us. us. No problem. Good luck, guys. Have all a good right. one. All right. Quick break here, guys. We'll be back right after this. We've got another partner reveal here for you. 
Um, this one I was excited about because I had no idea who Jeremy was going to partner with. So uh, he did make the announcement that Joe Kay was going in a different direction, but we were like, well, where, where does that leave you? So uh, I, I was very curious. Yeah. Uh, so Jeremy's going to be the second two-time guest. We're just bringing people back now. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. Whenever Jeremy and Joe, I heard they were going to split. I was kind of like, oh man, like I just wanted to go hug, hug them both. Like, I know it had to be hard on both of them, but uh, they definitely put a show on last season. So let's let's get them in here. All right, Jeremy, bring you on. All right, do we get a group hug? <laughs> what up, buddy? Going on, guys. Not much, man. All right, so fun season last season. You and uh, Joe got on TV twice, right? Uh, TV twice for pro doubles, back to back nationals. Yeah, had a, had a lot of fun. So you're you're becoming uh, quite a resume builder as far as your TV appearances. So this off season search for you, uh, kind of walk us through this, man. How'd it go? Uh man, this is the most stressful thing I've ever done, and I've been doing this for five years now, going into five years. Um, it was kind of unexpected, but I kind of had a an idea that it might happen. <clears throat> Just you know, if if the right deal came along for Joe, because. This ultimately is Joe's job and mm-hmm. I work a day job. So like I'm not out here trying to get like a massive deal and this and that. And, you know, it's also hard for me to practice constantly like most of these full-time guys. So um, I, w- I knew that there'd be a chance that he, if he got the right deal and the right, you know, partner that he, we could be splitting up. Um, the plan was always to rock out two years, but obviously it hasn't, it didn't happen this year, but um, that's not to say that it might not happen in the future. So, yeah, and you guys are from the same area. You guys play together all the time. You guys have been talking, you know, nonstop. So, I mean, getting to play together last year, I mean, that had to be a blessing. Um, and then I imagine the communication that you guys had had to have, it wasn't easy for either person, but do you feel like that was a good thing being so close to your partner as far as the region last year? Or did you guys maybe get a little bit too close sometimes? <laughs> no, man, we, we, being close, you know, he was probably about 15 minutes away for most of the season until he had to move away a little bit um, to about an hour away. But um, we, you know, we practiced all the time after, after I got to work. Hell, we'd even hit the gym. Like, that's we just had a routine going, and it worked out so well. Where, like, we ended up winning the Badgerland tournament, and then we went into the first national, won that one, came back second national. Uh, I'm sorry, not won it, but like made the finals, and then the second national we made the final four. Like we were, you know, doing doing really well, and then he ended up moving away, some personal issues, whatever. <clears throat> so we didn't have that routine of working out and then going throwing bags for two three hours. So that, that kind of sucked a little bit. Plus, then for me, you know, y'all know I deliver beer, I deliver Miller Lite, Coors Light, that kind of thing, and the whole Bud Light controversy literally boosted our sales like 80 percent. So like. I was working 14 hour days and I was just deadbeat tired and it was just hard for me to practice. And then he was out doing his thing. So <clears throat> unfortunately it kind of, we struggled, you know, the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, but well, if you're going to struggle the second half of the season and then there's like concrete things you could point out as to why that's so much better than, I don't know. We're doing the same thing. It's just not working. Sorry, did you ask a question? Because I kind of broke up a little bit. 
Yeah, on the internet again. I was saying like, I would so much rather know like something changed and then our results changed versus everything's the same and yet we're not successful anymore. So I think it's nice to go yeah. like, okay, we know what does. Now, is that some a kind of routine you can bring into your new partnership so you can establish something like that that helps you be successful? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm going into the slow season and I know my partner is practicing his butt off. Uh, he tells me he's, you know, he, I think he practiced four or five hours a day. So, like, I know he's ready to grind. I know he wants to do a lot better than he did last year, which, I mean, he did fairly well. <clears throat> so I'm excited to see where this goes. And you know, I think we're going we're gonna to surprise some people. Well, let, well uh, let's not wait any longer. Who are you going to be playing with? So for the 2023-2024 ACL Pro season, I picked up an Indiana guy, formerly lived in Roscommon, Michigan, and Great Lakes guy, Tony Mayball. Tony Mayball. Welcome, Tony. What's up, guys? Let's go. What's up, buddy? Oh, not much. Um, I was kind of lucky that this man fell on my lap this late in the pickup, but uh, I'm excited to make noise and turn some heads this year with him for sure. Absolutely. Interesting that you say this late in the season, right? Like the pro season doesn't start until April. I know, and everybody just started picking me partners, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, dude, it's going quick. And then um, he hit me up, and he's like, hey, do you have a partner? And originally I did. I, I was I was kind of locked in with someone, and then they were like, I'm going to find someone kind of in our uh, conference. And I was like, okay. And then uh, I was like, well, I actually – I actually kind of found somebody in our conference too, and we'll be able to do conferences <laughs> together, possibly some regionals. And he's like, "Oh, so it'll work out for both of us." I was like, "Perfect." So it kind of, kind of panned out. Good. I mean, that is nice to be able. Yeah, to- it is crazy though, like you're saying, late in the late in the off season. Wait, I know. <laughs> it's, it's wild. Man. The partners just started flying, and I was like, "Holy cow, we got to get on it." Yeah, it was a while. Or and I were kind of like, all right, what are we going to do for content? And we were like, oh, we'll do one partner reveal. And now it's like, like, with matter of fact, in case you guys couldn't tell, no, we're not wearing the same outfit we wore last week. We're pre recording this. (laughs) So, yeah, so the partner reveals are coming fast and furious. But I like this pairing. I think you guys actually do play a similar style of game. You guys like to run bags. You're not afraid to shoot in the airmail at critical times. And I think that one thing that we didn't get a chance to really see out of you last year, Tony, was your personality. You and Bracey were just kind of rooks, you know, getting into the scene. You, you were throwing good bags, but you, you didn't really make a big splash. Shermahorn's going to make sure you're going to make a splash out there. You're going to have oh, some fun. Um, and, and last year was kind of just me getting my, my feet wet in the, the pro circuit, learning learning the ropes a little bit. And this year I think I'm going to be a little more comfortable out there. And I definitely feel like I redeemed myself the second time on TV. And uh, he's been on the big stage, so I feel like we're, we're ready to make it there. Yeah, like like Wally was saying, Jeremy has uh, had his TV time, so he has that experience and been in the league for a while. So I think that's a really good pairing. You bring different strengths to the table. Um, and then what about bag chemistry? Like, do you throw a similar kind of bag, style of bag? Yeah, I feel like um, – so I threw Viper Rs actually this past weekend with uh, little Jaden Ellis, and I mean, we ended up double-dipping for the win down here. And uh, – I think I could agree on a bag pretty easily with Jeremy. I mean, as long as it goes in the hole at the end of the day, I think we'll be all right. <laughs> That's really a big part of it. I just want to make sure you, after you hit one big shot on the main stage, you hit me with a wow. <laughs> hey, so we, used play, we used to play well, Call I mean, of Duty quite a bit. We used to play a lot of, a lot of video games. 
homes, and then I was like, you know what, I need, I need to crack down. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it. So I've been putting the yeah. time in outside. Yeah, so is this I mean, Tony. Pardon? Is this full time for you, cornhole? Um, yeah, I do a little side jobs and stuff with like family on the side, but mostly just full time. I just travel and play blind draws, bring your own tournaments on the weekends, whatever I can find. I mean, Indiana and Illinois is pretty pretty hot for tournaments, so it's pretty easy to find something through the week. Nice. Now, what's the travel distance between you two? I think it's like three hours. Three, so yeah, obviously you guys will do conferences and then opens and tournaments like that. What's the regionals yeah. plan? Are you guys planning on traveling to each other's regionals and stuff like that too? Or He actually just hit me up today about uh, their first regional. I think I'm going to go up there and play in it with them. Just, you know, like like uh, Jimmy and them were saying, the team chemistry goes a long ways, and the more we play together, the more we're going to learn about each other. Yep. And uh, playing alongside against them all year, I kind of know how he can throw, and I know what he's capable of. So it's always good to have confidence have, with your partner throwing it back to you. Absolutely. I always say I, I think that the more events you play together, like playing and opens together, I think that just builds your resume together, your comfortability. You start to learn how to support what to do when one's throwing off. Like you, you have to learn all those nuances about your partner. It's a partnership, right? Um, so I think that that's, that's awesome. Um, well, we wish you guys all the luck this season and look forward to uh, hear what kind of bags you're going to throw in the future um, and all that fun stuff. But uh, yeah, this is, this is a good team. Absolutely. Thanks for having us guys. Thanks for having us. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Boys. Good luck. Have fun. All right, let's go, Appreciate it. So many awesome partner reveals. Do we have more coming next week too? Do you have more of these? Um, I have names of partners that are thrown together. I don't know if they're ready to reveal yet or not. Got it. Um, okay. So I can kind of reach out and see if we got some more coming. Just wondering. It's been mm-hmm. fun. Okay. So it is time for our game. And uh, we're going to start off with the top floor bagger and floor bagger of the week. Let's start off with floor bagger. What do you got? Okay. So I kind of teased this earlier in the intro part, but the floor bagger for me is automated services. Like the day <laughs> of customer service is gone. Gone. Like, like, please press one for English and then here we go. Okay. It's just going to be <laughs> five minutes. <laughs> yes. It's kind of funny because like my buddy, Ricky Wyman, we were going out to lunch the other day. I picked him up and we're going to lunch and I'm trying to get something done. I think I'm calling AT&T because my apartment is, I've been here for what, three months now. My apartment's still charging me for what? internet services. Yeah. So I, I called and I'm like, you know, trying to get it through somebody. It's like, Oh, to help direct you to the right person. I'm like, well, I already answered this question earlier. And I'm like talking to this robot like it's an actual person just to kind of have some fun. <laughs> Do you with hear it. Yes. It's like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. Well, it's not me. I'm speaking clearly, robot lady. You're just not listening. And I'm just having fun with it. <laughs> but the she same... uses her more, by the way. <laughs> yes. So I'm, I'm obviously getting aggravated. And of course, I'm like, just get me the operator. <laughs> you know, it's kind of funny, but. I just hate it. I just hate it. I want to be able to call a business and talk to somebody. I don't even care if it's a two-person business now, Mish. You can't get a person on the phone anymore. But when you do, doesn't it shock you? Like, I, I don't remember who I called, like, a big company recently. And they were like, hi, welcome to whatever. And I was like, uh, hello. <laughs> like, I was like, wait, what's Oh, in the first call, you mean? Like, on the yeah. first minute? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, no, I, I I'm like, what is happening right now? Yeah, I don't I'm understand this concept. 
But yeah, my bad. That's my floor bagger. Sorry for venting, but it had to happen. No, I, I think we can all agree with that one. Mine's Cornhole Laden. That's Jay Rubin retiring. I'm bummed about yep. that. I know it's like kind of not his choice. And, you know, he posted the specifics about why. Um, and we've talked a lot um, individually about some more details. But that's um, a bummer. Uh, a, because he's a great player and been around the sport for a long time. And also as like a sideline reporter, he's a great interviewer. Yeah. <laughs> like The guy can actually talk and like gives really cool information. And I'm like, dang, that's a bummer. Yeah, hopefully there's a way to make everything happen down the road. I honestly think whenever people are put in situations like this, you almost need a year to take off, you know, whether it's a passing in the family or a huge move or something like that or a drastic change in your lifestyle. I think you just kind of need a year off to relax and regroup anyway. So hopefully in that year off, if it's only a year off, then hopefully he can figure out a way to make everything work and get back on track. But definitely is definitely is a bummer. Yeah. All right, four bagger. What's your top four bagger? Uh, four bagger for me is the equipment. Um, I'm starting to get it in. It's like yeah. Christmas in what, what month are we in? September. It's nerdy. It's nerdy Christmas. <laughs> it's so awesome. Yeah, because it's like I literally <laughs> get a box right, and I open the box up, and it's a rack. It's uh, yes. Just, it's just a shelf. And I'm like, that is a nice shelf. Look at that shelf. That shelf would do some work this season. Yeah, and then I'm like, ooh, it's a wire. I gotta plug the wire into something I'll get later and then put it on the shelf. And now we're piecing it together. So it's coming um, together. Christmas and September. Mine's kind of nerdy too. It's not cornhole related. Um, my four bagger is I just enrolled in this new uh, Vegas nerve training course, which is like about the nervous system and how like polyvagal theory, the connecting the mind, the body and how this like helps us uh, regulate the nervous system, which for cornhole is so important because when you get shaky and nervous mm -hmm. and you're not throwing well, that's your nervous system deregulated, right? Like you're in fight or flight stress response. So like, you right. do need to know how to regulate your nervous system. So part of it is for cornhole, but part of it's just me totally nerding out on a new topic that I'm not, that I have dabbled in but I'm getting, I'm going into a full certification course for it. And I'm so excited. It's, I already watched the first video, like the get ready for the training starting next week. And I'm like, Oh my God, I wish it was starting. right it's a, now. Yeah. It's a teaser just to get you going. Yeah. Full, full, in, fully in. All right. Mm -hmm. Senator board it. What you got? All right. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Senator board it. What I put here and I made this list Friday, Mish. Yeah, uh, you did. Diamond series coming to the 2024 season. Ooh. Are you sending it? Are you boarding it? Hmm. Now you have, I believe, until December 26th to make an official decision. So if you go to, if you happen to go to open number one, two, three, or whatever, and you have a great finish, that's obviously going to help you become a pro for next True. season. Mm -hmm. But before the season starts here, if you, let's say that you finish as the top non-pro, that qualifies you for a shootout. Yeah, but I if you don't have the diamond series, then you missed out on your opportunity. So I think if I'm an advanced player, it's a full send. Um, I think that that's a no brainer because if you really believe in yourself enough to that you think you should be in the pro division, mm -hmm. you think you're at that level, then that means you think you're going to win some of these things, and it's going to make the money back. All right. Yeah, I think I think too. Is I mean, you you see five hundred bucks. A lot of people are kind of like, oh my goodness, that's a lot. But I'm like. 500 bucks for a whole year's worth of fun. Like I'm pretty sure I spent that much on candy bars. So it's like, well, and the ROI, <laughs> the potential yeah. ROI is big, right? Like yep. you don't have the numbers yet for the shootout, 
Um, but it's a, it's going to be a big number. It's going to be way more than 500. So like for you to have the chance to get into a shootout, um, I know just making it into the finals of the shootout, you get paid. So, or actually I think we're changing it this year. So each shootout there is, if you're not qualifying, it's only four, right? Yeah, but it's like you win that shootout, you win. Like it's not to qualify for the final one. So yeah, okay. you, big money on the line. Yep. Okay, my, I'm sending it to. You're sending it to. Okay, mine is. Would you accept a sponsorship if they laid out like like a pretty hefty task, like this many social medias per month, this many appearances, like X Y Z, like laid out the whole thing of what you have to do to be one of their sponsored players. So for me, I'm going to send it. I love check boxes. You know, just if I need to do a five posts a month, one, two, three, four, five, boom, check. Next topic done. Yep. So I like I like that it's all spelled out ahead of time. There's no surprises. I don't want them like for me, I don't promise sales with my sponsors. I, I promise exposure and I promise I will push your product and say your brand over and over and over again. Yeah. You you take that and then you make the sales. So I like I like that everything is out there in front in the open and understood. I, I don't actually think anybody's doing this, at least not to my knowledge. But I would I would yeah. I would lay out a, a contract of like this is what's required with something that says should you not complete these tasks, this is the consequence. <laughs> yeah. So like I think that for these sponsors to make their money, they and and not everyone maybe has those requirements, but I think those are. You know, it's whatever you think makes your company money. Um, but, you know, if I'm like looking for brand um, awareness, then I'm going to want a lot of social media attention. Yeah. If I'm looking for sales, then I'm going to want a lot of like unboxing of things, talking about why this works, that kind of stuff. That's what makes sales. You know, you go to YouTube and you watch someone unbox something and then tell you about how it works. Like all my hair products I buy because I watch YouTube videos of girls showing me how to do their hair and the products they'd like to do it. So, yeah. So for me, one of my things for my sponsor players is I want to, to go live for K9 unit subscribers. Yep. Like I, I going live does me nothing going live on K9 unit does me nothing going live on subscribers where I have elite, paid. elite pros who yep. are getting paid to basically bring viewers into this. And if we can grow that uh, subscriber number, then this totally could basically be, yeah. I mean, this could be amazing if we can make this happen. So, yeah. So I want to make sure that I don't have two requirements really for my people. Logo on the Jersey, live for subscribers. Like that's it. So yeah, yeah I think it's all laid out up front. I think that most people understand. All right. Would you rather? Oh, wait real quick before you get into that. Um, speaking of um, sponsors and players walking away, sad to see Jimmy McGuffin's post. I know. Him walking away he's as not, well. he's like, He's like one foot in. If yeah, he gets so, sponsored, he'll step back in. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. Is like if you're a sponsor and you're out there looking for an elite level player that is going to get you exposure, Jimmy McGuffin's still out there. Um, he gets seniors, doubles, singles. I mean, the man's on broadcast quite a bit. So hopefully you can make it happen. If not, Jimmy, definitely appreciate everything. I'll see you around, brother. All right, go ahead. Would you rather? What you got? Um, would you rather do a partner reveal on an ACL show like ACL Live, Bagging and Bragging, or Borderline, or would you rather just do like on on Canine Unit or just like a Hangout Live feed or something like that where you can let loose and have some fun and interact with chat more? No, I want ACL because I want the big audience. So unless I mean Canine has a pretty big audience too, but I would want wherever the biggest audience is. 
I think you might get more eyeballs on the ACL than on canine unit, but it is more laid back and we have fun and can do whatever. Yeah. Hence, I, I hence probably see both. <laughs> yeah. I probably see both. Okay. Yeah. Mine is, would you rather walk out on top like Jay Rubin or play as many years as you possibly can, even if you walk out on the bottom? I'm going to go for as many years as possible because that's kind of where I'm at now. Um, I'm like, okay, I, I don't think I'll ever go as a Hall of Fame player, but I'm in now. And if I can commentate for 10, 15, 20 years and there actually becomes a Cornell Hall of Fame, whether it's been my best product or not, <laughs> longevity should account for something. So I would think by then I, I would have at least one, maybe two Stevies and then a Hall of Fame bid. So I would just have such bad FOMO. I don't think I could. <laughs> I would have to stay in. <laughs> I don't think I could sit at home and be like, I went out on top. Everybody yeah. keep having fun. I'm over here. I'd be like, I got to get back out there. I don't think I can I do it. Stare at your trophy on your wall with resentment. <laughs> yeah. Get back in. I need to get back out there. Yeah. And we see that a lot, obviously, with yeah. other sports as well. All right, cool. We did it. Another episode down. And yep, yep. Uh, hopefully more uh, partner reveals for you guys next time. Um, but I will have come off a cool weekend in L.A. So can't wait to talk to you about it. And uh, we'll see you guys all then.